Bikurim Perek Dalad Mishnah Base for two. The previous mission we had said that the androgynous is a suffix, whether he is a male or female, and because of that doubt, will be machmer both ways, which will mean that some ways we treat the androgynous like a male and other ways like a female. Those are that's the approach of this Tana. And that being the case, Mishnah Base says Shavala Anashim Ketzad. In what ways is the androgynous have the halachas of a man? Again, it'll be lachumra. First of all, mitame beloven. He becomes tame. It's mitame, right? So it's, he becomes tame with a white discharge. That is to say that there are certain discharges that can come from a man, certain come from a woman. A woman can become tame from a red, like blood discharge. If a man would have from his genitals a red, meaning bloody discharge, that does not make him tame. And similarly, if a Man has a discharge that's white in color, whether it's semen or if it's zov. Zov in English is unknown. Maybe it's just like pus, like gonorrhea, or maybe it's um, some kind of other emission, like nonspecific erythritis. Whatever the case may be, um, it's some sort of white emission that comes out. Zov leaks out, and as opposed to semen. Um so we're saying here that if he has a white emission, since maybe he is a man, will be machmer and make him tummy like a man, k'anashim. Of course, the tum will be a tumah mesafek, which will have certain nafkaminas. It's only a, a possible, a doubtful, and maybe tumah. Second of all, venose, of lonisa, he can marry a woman, but he can't be married to a man, dandrogonus. Now, the rush learns that it can't be that we're talking about the straightforward meaning of the Mishnah that he could marry a woman, and that's that, because this Tana holds that the androgynous is maybe a man and maybe a woman. Of course, a woman can't marry a woman, and therefore he understands the topic here, the focus of this Mishnah is on a man who is a Kohen, and also an androgynous, who marries a woman. Now, their marriage is a marriage a dubious marriage, a marriage that's a suffix, if it is or isn't binding. That's how the Rush learns this Tana would learn, and therefore it would need a get. But in the meantime, the question is, the woman who is in a possible marriage with this androgynous Cohen, can she eat truma? And here we're saying the marriage is binding to the point that she could eat truma, and further the Rush is learning we're talking about, because anyways, truma in the time of the Mishnah, we're talking about truma midurabanan, in that case, since it's just Durbanan, will be Mekel. Okay? Now, interestingly, there are other Tanaim who hold that a androgynous indeed can marry a woman in a binding, ongoing way, and that's how the Rambam Paskins. Fascinatingly, the Rambam seems to re- learn this Mishnah more straightforwardly in saying, although maybe there's a suffix about the androgynous' status, we're going to treat him like a man for marriage. The reason why we're treating like a man for marriage as opposed to a woman for marriage is because um, on the side that he's a on the possibility he's a man, so he, so he'd be marrying a woman, and that's fine. If it turns out he's a woman, so it's two women getting married, and that is two women sleeping together is a much less severe rabbinic issue than um, if we treated him as a woman, but really he's a man, and he marries another man, so you have two men married and men sleeping with men is a very severe isser from the Torah. And that being the case, um, the Ramam learns that this mission being taken straightforward is that a, a androgynous may get married, for keeps and doesn't need to get divorced. The Rambam will learn since the androgynous is sterile, he can't have children, he has no chiv to get married necessarily, but if he chooses to get married, 
the marriage can stick. That would be the Raman Pesach, but again, according to the Rush, who are learning this Mishnah, it's like the, they would have to get a get, and the Mishnah here is focused on a Kohen and whether his maybe wife, Suffolk wife, could eat Truma. So in that way, he's also Kanashim, because we said, yes, she could eat the Truma. The halachas of Yichud apply to an androgynous as if he is a man, meaning that he cannot be isolated with other women, because um, as men are forbidden to do so. And also, he doesn't get the support like other daughters as a man. What's that talking about? So in the event that a, a man dies and he leaves over uh, children, and there's not enough money in the children to take care of all the children. And first, therefore, the halach is the daughters are provided for ahead of the sons. So that's the nizan we're talking about here, the support that's given to um, orphans and heirs. Women, the girls, get uh, the first dibs if there's not enough to go around to support them. And he, the androgynous, is not considered a woman out of doubt, and therefore he has no claim to get support like the girls get support. He may not um, dress like to be enwrapped in tzitzis. Ituf means to you know, literally be wrapped up, but since they're all wearing togas, etc., it means your toga style has to be the, the, man, the man style. So it means he can't um, get wrapped up and dressed like if you were as if you're a woman, so forget the wrapping business. It means he can't dress as a woman. Umisaper also kanashim. He must also um, dress like like. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He also needs to get a haircut like a man. In other words, the way he grooms himself and the way he clothes himself has to be like a man. So no one thinks he's a woman, then a man ends up marrying him. No good. Ve'enu mitameb mesim. He may not become tummy from mesim. What that means is, if you're a Kohen, so there's a prohibition to become Tameh from a corpse, and that applies only to a male Kohen. A female Kohen, meaning the daughter of a Kohen, um, is not restricted from Tumas Mace from getting exposed to, to corpses. So since we're being strict for him as, as the, on the possibility that he's a man, so we say he may not get exposed to a corpse. Um, interestingly, if he does get married and he has a wife and the wife dies, he could become tummy for her, even though the marriage is only a suffix, according to this Tana. And the reason why is because the Manavshach. Either he's a man, in which case he is restricted from becoming tame, true, but his marriage was binding and therefore it's really his wife. And therefore a Kohen who is allowed to become tame for the burial of his wife. And if he really is a woman, so then, even though their marriage wasn't binding, because two women can't get married, but he's also a woman, and as a female daughter of a Kohen, he has no restriction about becoming Tommy. Okay. Mishnah continues on by saying, takif tashchis. He is obligated in the mitzvahs of Bal Takif, that's what we would call colloquially as, I'm leaving payas, that is to say, in a kind of triangle between the bone at the top of your jaw and tip of your ear and where your hairline kind of goes in at the bottom of your forehead. So that little zone there, one is not allowed to um, make totally smooth. He has to have a little bit of hair over there called payas. So that's bal takif. One shouldn't um, like round out 
the edges of his hairline. We're talking, you know, we're talking about the payas over there. So that applies only to men, not to women. And since he maybe is a man, he cannot shave his payas all the way. And same goes about tashkes. That's the prohibition against um, shaving one's face, like with a blade, specifically. So women can put a blade to their face, men can't. Maybe he's a man, and therefore he can't use a blade to shave. Ka'anashim, like a man. And finally, and the truth is, is obligated in all mitzvahs in the Torah, as men are, meaning there are certain mitzvahs that women are exempt from, uh, most notably the eight mitzvahs, the eight positive commitment, uh, commandments that are sort of time-bound, um, that women are exempt for, from, including two for tefillin, as well as tzitzis, which are three out of the eight. Those are time-bound because tzitzis are daytime and tefillin are also a daytime mitzvah, lalacha, um, as well as the mitzvah of Kriyashma, Sfirasa Omer, Shofar, uh, Lulav, and Sukkah. So those eight women are exempt from, but since this person might be a man, so he's obligated in those mitzvahs, as well as other mitzvahs that are specific to men, such as Baltakif and Baltashchis, Peyas and Beard, um, as well as learning Torah, etc.